It's Star Weeps with Harrison and Molly. Hey everybody, welcome to Star Weebs. This is our podcast. It My is. name's Harrison. My name's Molly. I like Star Wars. And I love anime. And this is our uh, podcast where we go over each other's respective fandoms, introduce ourselves to some fun things. Fun new things. That's right. Uh, so this week we're going to be taking off from some new content because we just recorded a three-part series on Star Wars Visions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're going to be, we're, this episode is going to be taking a little bit of a break. We're going to be going back to an, an old episode that we rec- recorded where uh, I made Molly watch an, an arc of the Clone Wars around Ahsoka. And I made Harrison watch the fourth Pokemon movie, Pokemon Forever. <laughs> Did you catch that? Yeah. Did you catch that? Did you catch it? There's a four in there. Mm-hmm. It's really good. But it's a great time. So we'll be back with some new content in a little bit. But uh, for now, enjoy this little episode that we recorded a couple weeks ago. Yeah, have fun. Bye-bye. Bye. So we exchanged our fandoms again this week where uh, I made you watch something, you made me watch something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made you watch uh, a fun little Ahsoka arc in yep. Clone Wars. And you made me watch Pokemon Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the name that I know know it by, but like as I was like looking at the Wikipedia, there's like a bunch of different names that it has. <laughs> but anyway, for anyone it's who doesn't forever, know. It's Forever, by the way, with a four. It's the That's fourth- the one. Yeah, it's the fourth Pokemon movie, and it's the one that centers around Celebi. Celebi. Um, so last time when we were talking about uh, the Phantom Menace and uh, Free, uh, I went first and talked about Free, so now okay. you get to go first and talk okay. about uh, season two of Clone Wars. Episodes episode... five through eight. That's correct. That's the one. Um, I just want to start off by saying that I've only known Ahsoka for like two days, but if she ever dies, I will kill everyone <laughs> around me and also myself. That is the correct opinion. That is all. Ahsoka. That's it. Let's move on. So, Pokemon. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, um, I watched those four episodes from season two of Clone Wars um, just for like a little synopsis of what happens for those who don't know. It's um, the plot that follows the like attack on Geonosis where they're trying to shut down a droid factory. The second attack. Right. The they're first one recapturing was in, it. Yeah. Yeah. The first one was in attack of the clones. And this is the second one. Mm-hmm. The, the recapturing of Geonosis. And, um, and then also the like, the taking down of the queen and then also the subsequent brain parasite fun <laughs> times. Um, so that's basically what happens. We meet, or, or like, I was being introduced into like Anakin and Ahsoka's um, dynamic. I also get to meet Luminara and Baris, who I didn't know who they were at all until these episodes when they were introduced. So I was like, oh, what's up? Um, it was well, also- last time when we were talking about the Phantom Menace, you were like, there were no ladies on the Jedi Council. And I'm like, well, this arc just has a lot of girl boss energy. So, <laughs> And like outside of the movies, the TV shows are very, very like female heavy. And it's awesome. It's real Love cool. Love to see it. I think Luminara is really cool and badass. I didn't really get that much of a read on Barris because she didn't really do too much besides memorize a labyrinth and then get brainwashed. But I think she's kind of neat. She's kind of a drone a little bit, but like... Very but she's just, just a good student is kind of what the, the rules. Yeah. yeah. In addition to those characters, I also like, I, like I knew, like we've talked in the past about like how like obviously the clones have names and there's like the 
the different ones that are like of more importance and of less importance or whatever and like getting to know like Rex and a couple of the other clones and I was like oh wow look you have distinct personalities good for you guys <laughs> um and I thought that was pretty interesting um oh and then now I know Kiati Mundi's name there we go because he was there <laughs> I also there. think he's funny he had a little funny moment that I liked but I'll talk about which, that which later. Was, oh okay okay yeah um, so yeah, those are the characters that I got introduced to and, um, I thought it was really funny. So I'm going to organize my thoughts the way that I did last time where I have like we serious also introduced thoughts. To Who? Kitfisto. Oh, the, 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 the tentacle guy. Yeah, this guy. I have a little Lego minifigure of yeah. Kitfisto and I fucking love him. He's like my favorite Jedi. He was nice. He was he like, don't worry. Fast in, oh. in Revenge of the Sith. Oops. Um, he, um, he had like a moment where they were like. Ahsoka was like, no, the brain parasites. And he's like, don't worry, I got this. I got and he this. was all calm. Because I'm and... Kefisto and I'm really cool. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was nice. I didn't see that much of him, though. So he didn't make as yeah, big it was of only an impression. Yeah. So I'll start off with just my like thoughts <laughs> about the uh, about the episodes. This was like my first time seeing Anakin actually being like a ma- like a master, like a teacher. Um, and I thought that was interesting because he's still just Anakin. But like... Um, but like acted well but like trying <laughs> to it's like do as I say don't as I, not as I do like trying to be like oh like there were moments where he was like spouting all the Jedi bullshit like you gotta keep your mind on the here and the now don't worry about the what ifs and I was like but he also contradicts himself so much in this what episode are you but like about, it's dude? So- <laughs> <laughs> and there was and also this was like towards the end after all the brain parasites happened but he was like yeah like we have to let go of attachments, even though it's hard for all of us. And I'm like, <laughs> believe you, dude. No, that's not what he said. Oh, he was, he, like, was, he was like, he was like, letting it go yeah. of attachments is hard for all of us. But he's like, but you listen to your instinct. Like, even though like you were attached to Barris and she told you to kill her. And like, if you were to follow the Jedi order, you would have killed her. But you instead listened to your instincts and like had faith in your attachments. And like, ultimately you saved both of your lives. So like, while both, while while many. one was like guaranteed to like you know be okay mm-hmm. and the other was not you know yeah you still and made there the are right a lot call of, and you had yeah. the best outcome and there are a lot of moments like that throughout these episodes um but it was it's just interesting seeing him like giving advice to someone because <laughs> i'm your dad like, you're dumb <laughs> that no that was this is jumping forward a little but like when he was when it was like ahsoka was on the medical ship at, with barris and then was telling everyone about um the parasites or whatever but like before then anakin was like something must be wrong she hasn't checked in and then obi-wan is like would you have checked in like shut the fuck up but he did this sassy whole, obi-wan is sassy <laughs> He did this whole, like, it was really, you know, he was really giving me, like, Simba from The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, where he's being, like, an overprotective dad, and he's sending Timon and Pumbaa to watch his daughter while she goes and does her (laughs) shit. He was like, hey, Rex, keep an eye on Ahsoka. And I was like, that's such a dad moment. Not everyone's going to get that, but if you know, you know. If you know, you know. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) It was, like, the same exact energy. I was like, oh, my gosh, he's, like, her dad. Dad. Um, and I thought that was really funny. But also in that, this is like one of my first questions that I had for you, but like how long at this point has Ahsoka been a Padawan? Because uh, she's pro- at least a like little... over a year at this point. She's at like, least a little seasoned because she's like giving her own briefing. So like she's competent. Yeah, well like that's also sort of a point of contention. And we did kind of skip over this um, arc. There is like a season one arc where like Ahsoka is finally given control of a battalion 
and she like royally fucks up and gets so many people killed. Uh, um, okay. So she's like kind of she's she has learned, and we've actually seen at this point we've seen her like make mistakes as a leader okay. and like has kind of grown from it. Um, but I think this is about a year, year and a half point. The Clone Wars only lasted, I think, three years in canon. Mm-hmm. So, like, three years between episodes two and three. And this is, like, probably, yeah, that's probably the halfway point. And the end of the series is, like, literally the f- five minutes before Revenge of the Sith. And then, like, probably okay. a day or two after the initial events of Order 66. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, she's, yeah, because She's I, been around. <laughs> yeah. That's what I... Because, like... Okay, it, like, I understand the context more now that I know that she, like, had a big fuck-up at one point, but it was just, like, <laughs> there's, like, Anakin kept cutting her off and, like, always doubts her, but then he's being a little bitch about it, and she's like, do you not trust me? He's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, don't fucking gaslight her. <laughs> and then, and, and then Luminara is also just like, you don't have faith in her, and he was like, I never said that. And it's like, yeah, you didn't say but that. you feel it. <laughs> but you're Own up more. on you shit, yeah. buddy. <laughs> So I was just like, I guess because I didn't have the contact the entire time, I was just mad at Anakin. I was like, let her speak. <laughs> let well, her talk, it, bitch. But no, he is still in the wrong there. You're totally still right about that. Because like she did learn from it and has like kind of grown into her own since then. But she goes from like this hot shot, like she she has a very similar arc to Anakin mm-hmm. in a way where she goes from like this rash, hot headed person that just wants to see action all the time. Kind of like how Anakin was in episode two to like this more calculated leading figure in the army which is sort of anakin in episode three you know mm-hmm. you can see that in like the fights with dooku where he's like i'm gonna fight him now and he runs in and gets his hand cut off and then in <laughs> the third one they're like we're gonna take him together and then they win right that that, that that is kind of her arc where she's just like stupid and honestly kind of annoying in the movie and the first season and mm-hmm. becomes so much cooler by the end okay yeah, I was just like, I was like, why is everyone doubting her? What does she do? She deserves <laughs> she's better than She's also like this. 15, though. <laughs> like, she's a child. Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there was also, um, like, obviously their foils isn't the right word because they're not, like, opposite. But, like, it's like her journey and Anakin's are pretty parallel. Like, they're very similar, obviously, because he's her teacher. So she's just mm-hmm. like, oh, you told me this thing is true, so I'll do that. Um, but, it, yeah, it's like... They're really similar. They're both. I was thinking of it of as kind of like like a like a flow chart or whatever in terms of just like not radical but like alternative Jedi ways of doing things where like Qui Gon passed on to Obi Wan passed on to Anakin passed on to mm-hmm. Ahsoka and they're like all kind game of, of like telephone. yeah yeah they're not like standard Jedi's they they do the things like you said like if I were like a true Jedi I just would have killed Boris which you told me to. Mm-hmm. And like not cared about emotions, not get attachments or whatever. But if they're like, hey, I'm gonna, done that. Yeah. I'm gonna be a little reckless. I'm gonna try to save as many people as possible, including these people, even though like killing them would be the easy way to solve whatever. It, um, it's very interesting that you say that because that is such a theme throughout all of Ahsoka's characters. I like you just hit it spot on. Mm-hmm. Like what her most of her arcs like boil down to of it'd be so much easier to kill. And just get it over with, but that's not how I operate. Yeah. It's kind of like a Batman motive, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like, I don't kill people. <laughs> You're garbage who kills for money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but I, no, yeah, I, I just thought it was really interesting because, yeah, it's like, li- like besides Anakin and Obi-Wan, literally everyone is just like, like, dude, just do the Jedi thing. And she's like, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna. And even Baras, who's cause, cause like, 
like we said, it, it's in the episode where they're going through the catacombs together to get in and plant the bombs in the droid factory. It's like a juxtaposition between the two where, like... Luminara has complete faith in her Padawan, and Anakin is just like, I don't know, she should go off on her own. I don't know if Ahsoka is like <laughs> good enough to do this. And then Ahsoka is like mockingly like, well, if you have faith in Barris, whatever, I'll be fine because I'll be with her. So bye. <laughs> um, and then they like continue to like compare them to each other, where Barris is very like analytical. She's memorized the labyrinth. She's like, we'll go this way. We'll do this. And I'm like clean cut cold hearted Jedi I can do whatever needs to be done in order to complete the mission but then there's also moments where she's like stuck up because she hasn't like she hasn't been told what to do and she's like I don't know what to do and Ahsoka's like oh well we'll clearly we'll just do this and it's like thinking outside of the box so that I thought that was interesting in that episode when they like had just met and they were like starting this little dynamic as like Padawan buddies (laughs) (laughs) I do like I love uh Luminara is one of the coolest Jedi too. She's and fun. like she's really, really cool. Um but yeah, I, I think that they really they are they are supposed to be two sides of the same coin. They're supposed to be like just w- when your master is different, like they both are probably equal skill set, equal power level, like equal competent, but just their methods of execution because of like the the you know, the lessons they've been told, mm-hmm. they just have a very different way of doing things. And like yeah. it doesn't mean one is less, you know, uh, capable than the other. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, um, because like they both end up saving each other and mm-hmm. saving the day entirely. But uh, th- yeah, there's just two different ways of doing things, two different paths of thinking. And yeah. like while Anakin's is not really like in line with the Jedi, it doesn't mean he's wrong. And while Barris is probably loyal to the Jedi, or and well, and Luminara are like loyal to the Jedi to a fault. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean they're wrong either. Mm-hmm. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. And then you also see it with Luminara and Anakin because, like, the factory is collapsed and Luminara is like, I'm warning my Padawan already. And he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, we're going to go get him. <laughs> like, stop this shit. What are you talking about? Yeah, very just much like, oh, this is so sad that they're dead. Stop telling everyone I'm dead. Stop telling everyone I'm dead. Wait, what is that from? Sometimes I can still what hear his voice. From? It's from one of the Brother Bear movies. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I remember that. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Stop telling everyone I'm dead. Yeah, it's just too funny. I'm just going to skip forward to things that made me happy. Let's do it. They have nicknames for each other. <laughs> like, he calls her Snips. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love it. I don't know why he calls her Snips. That really? It might have been something in the movie that I, I just missed because I watched the movie once and I was like, this sucked. And uh, I never watched it again. Because that was one of my questions for you. Like, why does he call her Snips? And then I was talking to AJ and he said that she has a nickname for Anakin too, but she never says it in the episodes that I watched. Uh... Well, at one point she calls him her older brother, which is really cute. Um, I think it's like Sky Guy or something. Yoda assigns her to Anakin to teach him a greater sense of responsibility. And Anakin is initially frustrated by this decision. Um, Their early interactions, so yes, this is is definitely in the movie. Their early interactions are playfully contentious with Anakin calling her snips for her snippy attitude. Oh, and I was right. And Ahsoka calls him Sky Guy as a pun on his surname. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was just like... Was, I was just like, I love nicknames. It's like, this is completely unrelated, but I've been I've been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses and I did the DLC. I don't know if you did the DLC. 
Uh, I'm in the middle of it, but like. Do you know the character Happy? Happy, no. From no. the DLC, from the Ashen Wolves. Oh, maybe I don't know. The one with the red hair. Names. The red hair guy. The red hair girl, where if she sighs, she summons monsters. <laughs> That's exactly what she does. I didn't pay attention too much to the DLC. Okay. I was kind of skipping through it's a lot not, of the dialogue because I was not like, important. I just want these characters. <laughs> it's not important, but I just love her so much because she calls everyone nicknames. <laughs> like she calls Byleth Chatterbox, which is hilarious. That's funny. She calls um. She calls Ash Freckles, and I'm like, oh, oh he does have cute so little freckles. Because he's the best boy. Ash is my favorite. He's oh so my good. Gosh. Oh, my goodness. And she calls um, the other characters in the DLC. There's Constance. She calls her Coco, and she calls Yuri. I, know, I knew that, yeah. She calls your Yuri Bird, and I don't know why, but I just love that a whole lot. She calls Balthus B. I just love nicknames so much. It's just like, because it's like, it's like a concrete sign of friendship, and it always makes me so happy. <laughs> Um, all that's to say is that I was like, even though I knew he was kind of doing it condescendingly when he, when Anakin was calling Ahsoka snips, I was still just like, (laughs) that makes me happy. (laughs) Sky guy. That's so funny. Smaller thoughts that I had. Um, I thought it was like, obviously Clone Wars has like a really distinctive animation style, but I thought it was really cool that like all the time that they spend on the desert planet, they actually started getting dusty. Like they showed right? the dust on their hair yeah. and their faces. And I was like, wow, I feel like they don't ever do that in like any other shows. And I thought that was a really nice little attention to detail. Yeah. And it was like, it's a big improvement, especially like animation wise from season one uh, and the movie. Like it's just the, like this one specifically season two was probably besides the most recent one, was the biggest jump in quality, I would say. Mm. They just kind of started getting crazy with it, and I liked that a lot. There was, like, texture to the sand and to the world now that Mm -hmm. wasn't there before. I will say this, though. Whenever characters are running, their, like, leg pace doesn't really match how fast they're going. You'll you'll notice it. No, I did. It's, like, it's so funny, and once you notice it, you can't not notice it. (laughs) Yeah, because there was, like, um, when Anakin and Luminara were distracting the droids while um, Barriss and Ahsoka were going through the catacombs, like, they had this scene where they were, like, charged, and they started running out, and, like, Mm -hmm. Anakin and Luminara ran out ahead, and I was just like, what is up with Anakin's legs? (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird looking. Like, the first shot, I was like, oh, that's a cool shot, and then I was like, why are they running like that? (laughs) It's kind of weird. They're always just like, huh, 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 like, going down (laughs) hallways, but they're like, flying and you're like your legs should be going so much faster (laughs) yeah those are all my initial thoughts but yeah a lot of it was just like ahsoka has taken a piece of my heart it was really interesting seeing like her similarities to anakin and also like her little things that she had like she's also just like so funnily straightforward or whatever where like barris is like oh i don't want to starve to death down here and she's like don't worry we'd probably suffocate before that happened and she says it's so upbeat (laughs) like that's my girl (laughs) yeah i i think that she's also a great um opposite side of the coin for uh padme too Mm -hmm. like all of the stuff that we were just basically straight up told about Anakin in the movies are they're they're shown more through Ahsoka in the show mm-hmm. of like like he's like scared to lose her he's formed an attachment to her like he want he like straight up says I'm gonna do everything I can to keep you from dying like beat for beat like the Padme um, uh, arc mm-hmm. but I think that the way that this arc progressed I think it was a, a as much character development as Ahsoka had, Anakin also had like kind of behind the scenes where yeah, you like, there was saw a lot him of... start 
torturing this guy to like literally just beating the shit out of him with his fists to make him tell Ahsoka how to he stop like the He force the choked parasites. him and yeah. I was like <gasps> that's dark side stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> like that is that's not Jedi stuff. Yeah, there that. was also a moment where like Ahsoka, when Ahsoka and Barris were like eating before they got attacked by the brainwashed clones. She was like, "Yeah, Anakin's kind of radical. You might not agree with some of his thinking." And I was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> And then well, she's like, tell you. I don't know how peacetime will like agree with him. And I was like, it won't, homie, but that's fine. He just kind of makes it so that there's never peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can blame him for the lack of that. So, oops. Oopsie poopsie. Um, <laughs> just super fun. That was just like a funny little conversation where I was like, I see what you did there. You're doing a nice little foreshadowing. <laughs> He's just a bit radical. Just like a little bit crazy. A little bit. Um, okay, so those are all of my, like, general overarching thoughts that I actually put thought into. Um, then, like I said, I just have little tiny little things that mm-hmm. make me happy. It was mm-hmm. the n- nicknames <laughs> Ahsoka in general. Is what I literally just wrote Ahsoka She's less so than great. three <laughs> in my <Wasn't>... notes. <laughs> um, I also liked um, all of the, like, when they were deploying their ships for the initial attack on Geonosis, like, all of them had little, like, graffiti on the sides oh like, yeah like have the little different little ships and i was like oh look at that they have little stickers and stuff on <laughs> um and little i thought decals. that was fun yeah um okay now on to my funny thoughts that i had when i was watching these episodes the first one is that they were like drop the tanks and then the tanks have legs and i thought that was hilarious like i don't know why but i was just like, <laughs> wait really yeah. <laughs> Every tank has legs. Have you seen Empire Strikes Back? No, I'm just like, when I think tank, I think like real world tank with treads and stuff. Oh, yeah. So they were like, tank, release the tanks. And then they had legs. And I was like, that's like a little spider. I don't know. I just thought that was really funny. Don't come for me. I said, "Uh uh-oh, only the clones with names get to live. Yeah, that's true. So, and both sometimes the ones that don't. That's true. A lot of the a lot of the clones that have names don't live. Yeah, there was and there was the one scene where the one uh, when like one of the clones attacked Ahsoka and Barris that yeah. was possessed or whatever, and then Barris had to like kill him, and then Ahsoka was like, "That was my friend." It's <laughs> <was> like, oh. <laughs> Oh, no. Um, I also thought the really cute, uh, like, the back and forth in the first episode where Anakin was basically like, what's your KD ratio? <laughs> and Ahsoka was just like, better than yours. And he was like, <laughs> no, it's not fake gamer. <laughs> and then Kiati Mundi was like, mine's pretty good, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, uh, like, at the end of the, I was like, haha, Ahsoka wins. Take that, Anakin. And then I was like, the airstrike doesn't count because he was trying to, like, weasel his way into winning. It's like and the then... Lord of the Rings scene when, like, Legolas takes down the elephant. And he's like, that still only counts as one. Yeah. And then Kiati Mundi was like, actually, I got 65. What does that get me? And then Anakin was like, oh, my respect. <laughs> but it's a big deal. And I know. Wait, you got to come on. But sassy he said it like Obi-Wan such a joke. Is so, like that one episode where they're like in the catacombs and Obi-Wan's being sassy as fuck. It's so good. It's... He's like, which, where do you think the worm's going to go in? Her nose or her ear? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, Anakin's like, should we do anything now? And Obi-Wan's like, no, I want to see how it works. And then he's like, I don't think Luminara does. She's like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'd rather not. (laughs) Please, please help me. I know you can. Please do it. 
<laughs> oh my god that was so funny um oh i was also my main man rex deserves better than to be thrown around by anakin and ahsoka when they're like blowing up the wall and they're like yup with like force magic <laughs> he's like you could have just told me to jump and they're like but that's not, that's not fun, fun. <laughs> it's like for you maybe <laughs> um <laughs> there's also like when they were using the super tanks the like impenetrable super tanks and the one droid like Ahsoka like threw a bomb at it and then the droid was like haha fools nothing can like is impenetrable like this thing is impenetrable no weapons can and then he gets blown up <laughs> he's just like yeah but you're not dude <laughs> you're standing you should leave you should move <laughs> the um, commander droids just like never actually see action I think that's kind of the joke there is he's like he doesn't know how to react to stuff he's yeah, probably not programmed for it definitely not but it was just so funny um I just also love all of the like all of the droid, like the the soldier droids, like their little voices, the Roger Roger, <laughs> and all of their like little quips where they're like, uh oh, <laughs> like all their little one liners are so great. They only get better. They're so funny. It's honestly kind of cute to me. I'm like, oh, little droid, little guy, and he's just trying. He's just doing his best. <laughs> There's one where, uh, like Anakin, I think is is chasing a bounty hunter, and like the bounty hunter's like, stop him. And the droids go like, open fire. And Anakin's running at him. And one just goes, it won't matter. <laughs> he just murders all of them. Poor thing. <laughs> they just accept their fate. Why do I exist? <laughs> you pass butter. <laughs> <laughs> you get killed by Jedi. Exactly. Um, and that's it for my, f- my funny thoughts. Or at least things that I found funny. <laughs> Tanks with legs. <laughs> Tanks with legs. <laughs> every tank has legs in this almost like they either float or they have legs i've only ever this seen the floating they, they ones they do have some tread tanks the separatists have some like tanks with treads i think on. i'd only ever seen the floating ones so when the ones yeah. with legs popped up i was like oh my god well you see the evolution though right because yeah. it's like the the republic has some and like those are what become the models for like the at-ats from mm. empire so that it's like sense. it all evolves. It has to come from somewhere, and it's True. like this is where it came from first. And then now I have questions for you, as oh, per usual. Boy. Okay, I already asked some. Of I have them. I have some questions for you at the end of mine, so that's great. So like like I don't know if this is a stupid question or not, but like the, do the clones just like have different armor depending on where they're going? Uh, they had yes. like desert specific armor when they were going on Geonosis, and I know I've seen like some of those are specific to Kiati Mundi's battalion too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, like whatever battalion he commands, like that's like their armor. Oh. Um, so yes, yes and no, like because you'll see sometimes like even Rex has like like there's like space armor that they have too that's really cool. Um, like I don't know if they have snow armor. Uh, I don't think they do. Uh, but yeah, like there's different armor for different situations. Okay. And then obviously and different ranks. Different and stuff. ranks. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know. This is another one that I was just like, so there's a lot of like lasers flying everywhere in all of these episodes. And I know obviously different colored lightsabers mean different things. Do different colored lasers mean anything, mean anything or is it just for fun? No, nah, not really. Okay. Uh, I think there's it, like, there's like red, blue and green. And I'm like, is it just whatever type of well, energy? The green ones used? are from the Geonosians and they're actually not lasers. They're like this weird little like sonic thing, like blast that ah. they have um, mixed with like, I don't know the specifics behind the tech, but like that's, it's not a laser laser. It's something else. It's a different kind of weapon. Yeah. Okay. I think the Republic has blue lasers 
one for just straight up aesthetics like mm-hmm. from being like let's differentiate the good guys and the bad guys <laughs> but you know then in the original trilogy like everyone has red lasers at that point mm-hmm. like the the rebels have red lasers the empire has red lasers and like everyone's just shooting red lasers everywhere got it and there's like a yellow one sometimes too <laughs> maybe it has something to do with the 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 spe- like spectrum of light who knows maybe it might it probably does i'm sure there's something to look into with this because i think that similar to lightsabers blasters are also powered by some kind of like battery or crystal thing mm-hmm. you know um so i'm not really sure exactly how that would work but yeah I, red is probably <laughs> the cheapest if anything this... that's probably like more true is red is probably cheaper um... and blue might be like better there's a certain type of blue thing that's like ionic so maybe that has something to do with it but and like ion blasts will disrupt uh technology so they're really good against ships and they're really good against droids so that might be why the republic has blue but i'm pretty sure they're firing like not ion blast they're firing like real on laser blast that will just kill anything got it because <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense okay if any one of our two fans are really big into Star Wars and know the answers to this, you can type a comment somewhere. I don't type know. a comment on Spotify. That's totally possible. <laughs> Just shout it into the void and we'll hear it. Yep. Hark, a Star Wars fan needs my attention. <laughs> Where's the Star Weebs signal? um and then the last one these are all just like logistics that pop touch my head but so like the clones are all clones or whatever but some of them have different colored eyes yeah i mean i think it's like we actually learned a little bit about this in bad batch where like the more clones they make the more unpure the dna like the original dna becomes like the further they stretch it like the Uh... less true to the source it becomes so i think that like despite them being straight up genetic clones of Django Fett, like there is still room for like mutations and uh, deviations from the original template. Like it is possible to be a little different. Like you're still mostly going to get a Django Fett, but, (laughs) but like like, in, in, in bad batch, like they straight up enhance some clones before they're born. Like that's the whole point of the bad batch is they're Mm. like, you know, they have one guy that's really good at sharpshooting. There's one that's like a big brawny dude that can just punch his way through anything one that like can detect uh radio frequency so he can like literally track droids mm-hmm. um so like they, yeah there there are mutations but and i think that there are some like micro mutations similar to like you know eye color changing or i don't know maybe like having a different hairline or something yeah because like some of them are bald some of them yeah. have facial hair some of them are... and rex has like blonde hair oh. like, i don't know if you saw that but like his hair is really short but it's it's like blonde huh i see so it's whatever you want <laughs> And then some of them have like marks on their head. Some like some of them are tattoos. Okay. But yeah. I see. Yeah, like some of them like put tattoos on their heads. So that they can differentiate from the other ones that have the same hairstyle. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, I am my own individual. It's like, you got it, buddy. You got it. And that's it. Those are all of my thoughts. Yeah. Just come out of that Good knowing art. that I'm on the I'm on the the Ahsoka fan train now. Yes. I am I Choo-choo. really am uh I think that Clone Wars is the most in-depth Star Wars content out there besides like probably books and comics maybe just in terms of lore. So I'll probably just make you watch a couple, just watch all the, the good Ahsoka arcs throughout I'm it. Just like, it. we'll just go on an Ahsoka journey for the next couple weeks. <laughs> I <love nothing> more. <laughs> uh, cool. Yay. Sweet. Deviating a little bit from Star Wars. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little Still bit. Still kind of related. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, like, in terms of how much I know about shit, I know a lot about Pokemon. 
but it's all from the games. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about the anime or like the lore of the world, really. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'll start off with is... So I watched the movie Pokemon Forever, which is the Celebi movie. And then I just want to provide, like, for people who are like, why would you just jump in on the fourth one? For a little bit of backstory. As to oh, why yeah, yeah. I made Harrison watch this one. He's already seen the first one, so he's seen the yeah, Mewtwo. Yeah, and I've actually seen it pretty recently, yeah, too. Yeah, so he's seen the Mewtwo movie. I think I watched it, like, after Detective Pikachu came out. Oh, okay. I've also seen, oh, I also saw Detective Pikachu. I guess that's another that's Pokemon like a movie. Little, I'm talking about, like, the OG anim- anime yeah. Pokemon movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I never, I had Pokemon Forever on VHS in my home when I was a child and that was the one that I like watched the most closely followed by Pokemon Heroes which is the Latios and Latias one I did but know I had that. that on DVD yeah Latios and Latias some of my favorite legendaries I love them. They, it's such a good have, movie they're cool it takes place in Venice basically and it's fun I saw the Entei one like a lot but I don't think I ever owned it and then I, I never saw Pokemon 2000 a lot and I like never owned it I'm pretty sure I've only ever seen it like once um, the one with Lugia. But yeah, so I just want, I just, because it's near and dear to my heart, and I really love the movie, and I think it's really good. Um, I wanted to watch it. It was really good. I also, <laughs> this is something, because you've only seen a handful of Ghibli movies, right? Yeah, yeah. This is basically like Princess Mononoke, but like if it were Pokemon. Oh, I've seen Princess Mononoke, is, but I saw it a while ago, but it seemed, yeah, yeah, it's, a little bit. We could we could get into it, but it's basically like someone oh, taking I guess advantage like the, of the forest spirit yeah, and, and then like a giant creature things. becoming yeah yeah yeah, and then everything becomes impure and it's like oh you have to yeah. save the, oh it's you're so totally funny. right yeah it's yeah yeah literally Princess Mononoke but Pokemon but we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, oh and also just how we watch this so like you can't actually stream this movie on like Netflix or even like the Pokemon TV like app a, or anything there was like an Amazon Prime link that I followed and then it was just like it said it's unavailable you can't it's not available in your region. So like I could look, I could have used a VPN and like watch, but I don't have one, and I didn't really want to pay for one. Which brings us to our first sponsor of this episode, NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We've, we haven't posted an episode yet. We already got a sponsor. It's so great. Look at us. Um, but uh, so I wasn't able to actually watch this uh, in its in its purest form. We had I had to kind of pirated a little bit watched on some weird sketchy no app that... we watched it totally legally Shh. no guys I, I did not watch this legally <laughs> um it was some weird but so like 30 seconds of it were in japanese 15 <laughs> seconds randomly at like the 15 minute mark and then another 15 seconds right at the very end and it apparently also was missing a very important scene yeah. <laughs> that I didn't even realize. It was information that you could have gotten if you had we'll get watched to it. the credits. But... <laughs> well, it would have been in Japanese. I don't know. Well, no, it's just it's just scenes behind the credits rolling. Like, oh, it's really? Not, there was no dialogue. Oh, well, I, yeah, I didn't watch it. I probably wouldn't have even really picked up on information. it. Well. But we'll, we'll get to it, though. We'll mm-hmm. get to it. Uh, what it was. Um, so, yeah. But I, I, thought it, I thought it was good. So... Here's like the basic premise of the movie. We'll just kind of hit the major beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ash, Brock, and Misty doing their thing. Um, they're walking around and they just kind of come across uh, Arborville or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, there's like a there's a, there's a forest spirit out there. You're gonna make sure you don't you're careful around that." Turns out the forest spirit is Celebi, and at the exact moment that they go into the forest, Celebi travels from the past, bringing in this little boy who helped it escape from a hunter 
and the little boy is like 40 years ago 40 years ago which i make it sound like it was like ancient times and i'm like it is a long time ago but it's not like that long ago you know like it's not like the world is completely unrecognizable like if if someone from the 80s were to come here you know Mm -hmm. like they would they'd be able to pick up like what a smartphone is pretty quickly i feel like right I, I mean, people from the 80s Maybe. are using smartphones now. So they're like, their That's brains true. can handle it. But I mean, it. it's, they, they had a little bit of in-between time that let them get used to it. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but it wouldn't, they wouldn't be like a caveman, right. uh, which this kid isn't either, but I digress. Um, so yeah, uh, and this kid is like, oh, we got to help Celebi, and they, it's, it's, it's injured from this battle with this evil Pokemon hunter. Turns out there's like another evil Pokemon hunter too, who's, who's associated just, with Team Rocket. Who's associated with Team Rocket, but also kind of not really. Uh, he's just like if Team Rocket straight up hired like, uh, like, like, like Cable from Deadpool, <laughs> or something, uh, or just a Transformer, <laughs> but with a guy piloting it. Yeah, I call them Transformer dude because I don't know if they ever said his name in this movie. I don't think he gets a name. Yeah, I just call him the Transformer dude or this guy. That's what <laughs> that's what I call him in my notes. I was like, this guy. Just call him Helmet Head. Helmet Head. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's chasing Celebi for some reason, and uh, he they. He has a special dark Pokemon. He has a special dark Pokemon and dark balls that turn Pokemon evil. And also and, level them up hardcore. Which why doesn't that exist in the game? That'd be so easy. The more grinding. I mean, there's like there's like a friendship ball or like a level ball. I think that like will let your Pokemon grow faster, or like mm. its friendship will grow faster or something in the games. I see. Um, but yeah, so and then this guy's chasing him. Shit happens. He captures Celebi at one point. Uh, and it turns into a giant kaiju, and it starts wrecking havoc on the forest that it's meant to protect. Uh, they take down the kaiju with the help of Suicune, and Celebi and fucking dies. Friendship. And the power of friendship. <laughs> and Celebi fucking dies, like actually dies, but it's brought back to life, and it's okay, sort of. <laughs> because of time shenanigans. Because of time shit. <laughs> It's like all of its past and future selves come back in. I think that's what it it was, right? Like, that's totally what it was. It's not like a multiple different Celebi. No, I think it's it's supposed to be, like, the way that they talk about it, it seems like it's all the same Celebi, just from different points in time. And they're like, oh, yeah, I died then. I should go fix that. Like, I should make it so that I exist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because, like, 40 Celebis come down from the sky and start Mm -hmm. healing it. Um, But, yeah, and then uh, when Celebi's brought back to life from the, the lake of life or whatever... Uh, he takes Sam, the kid that, you know, the time our, our trio uh, came across, takes him back to, to his time, and uh, everything seems to be well by the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, great little story. It was really wholesome. It was really cute. It was, like, it was, like, honestly very small. Like, I feel like... Yeah, it's not very long. The theatrics of the first Pokemon movie of, like, you're going to this ominous castle that's in the far reaches of the ocean and you have to navigate these turbulent waters to get there, and it's this giant complex that Mewtwo built... Whereas this one just takes place in a forest and it's like very calm and... And contained. Yeah, but and it's like very spiritual and uh, like you said, it's like Princess Mononoke. It does feel like a little, like a Ghibli film or something. Mm-hmm. Ghibli? Ghibli. People say it, however. Gibby. Gibby. <laughs> Gibby! Gibby! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that, I think that uh, it, it, it was good. It was really cute. Now, I do have to say, I have to preface this by mm-hmm. just saying that I know a lot about Pokemon from the games. <laughs> I don't know anything about the anime, mm-hmm. but I've played every game to death. 
I got really into competitive Pokemon too. I'm gonna tear this movie apart. Oh <laughs> shit! No, that's the f- like I will say because he's like the guy is like I now have I have control over like the most powerful Pokemon, and I was like, not really, but okay. Well, actually, Selby's a very good support Pokemon. I know, Selby's but it's a very so funny. Good, has a really high special attack. Whenever they glass have, cannon, when they have the like support like um legendaries and people are like we need to whatever and i'm like oh this pokemon must be so cool and if you ever like it's in the game and you're like i'm just gonna put it in my pc and never think about it again (laughs) i'd rather use my fucking growlith it's more powerful i don't know um so yeah but i will say at the beginning good 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 game mechanics at the beginning uh when celebi is like being chased by the hunter it's being chased by houndoom and scyther which are like really great matchups if you want to take down a Celebi, because like Houndoom is fire and dark, mm-hmm. which are both one times effective against or two times effective against grass and psychic. Mm-hmm. And Scyther is a bug type, which is four times effective against grass and psychic. So it's like, whoa, this yeah. is crazy. I'm just going to get into like the game inconsistencies now. I got to get them out of the way. All that's right, fine. That's what I'm this doing first. Do it. Um, so I was like, that was cool. I noticed that. And I'm like, that's like, Good attention to detail. I'm like, this movie is going to be like accurate to this stuff, isn't it? I'm like, oh, great. No, that was the only (laughs) time they really did it right. (laughs) Uh, Later when we meet up with Ash and everyone in the city. Wait, wait, is Croconaw still just water type though? So Pikachu versus Croconaw, Pikachu would win. No, but but I'm getting to that because the random kid says, I'm the best trainer in here. Ash has Pikachu out. And then the random kid who says, I'm the best trainer in the town, throws out a Croconaw against Pikachu. What if he only has Croconaw? Then you're not the best trainer in the town. I'm sorry, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Either you're a liar or you're actually bad. It's one of the two, or both. He's the only trainer in town. Um, he's no the one only else trainer. Is yeah. <laughs> so he just like doesn't know any better. So I said, I said, random kid says, "I'm the best trainer in town." And proceeds to throw out a crocodile against a Pikachu. What a dumbass! <laughs> <laughs> I just love. I love that because Ash was like. Thundershock and then shocked the, the trainer too. The kid. I'm like, what if he died? I was like, that's so dude, savage. I did. I, I noticed. I said, Pikachu shocked the trainer, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> but I will say, like, that that's the formula for like all of the early Pokemon movies, where it just always opens up on Ash having a battle with yeah. someone, and I love it so much. Well, they do that, like, because so I said nostalgia. I've seen Rise of Darkrai, and like they kind of do that too in that. Well, I haven't seen, I like, literally haven't seen any of movies past, like, Jirashi Make-A-Wish. So, like, I don't, yeah. like, I, they probably still do it, but, like, I don't have the knowledge of whether or not they do. I know for sure they do in the early movies, so. Yeah, the only, like, the only reason I have seen Rise of Dark Rise is because fourth generation is probably when I was, like, into Pokemon the most. The games, at least. Mm-hmm. I spent so much, like, I literally played through Platinum in a day when I got it the first time. Whoa. Like, I just sat down and just beat it all in one sitting. Dang. And there was, like, hours of it where I just, like, sat neck, like, in front of my outlet in my bedroom so that I could charge my DS while I was playing it. Because <laughs> I, like, ran the battery out. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. So, like, that's why I saw Rise of Dark Rise because that was it. the same era. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, on TV one day and I, like, made sure to catch it. But that was the only one. Got it. <laughs> catch it. Get it. Gotta get your mom. Gotta, Gotta get, get your mom. mom. Uh, what was another one that will... Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, so so basically like the, that same Scyther and uh Houndoom come back later and start chasing Ash and uh Sam. Mm-hmm. That's his name, right? Uh <laughs> Wait, no, are you talking about the Scizor and the Sneasledon? Oh no, it's Oh no, no, never mind, no, no, no. Scyther evolves into Caesar, which is right. Never mind. Got it. Forget that. Forget I said that. 
so, so, think... so, la- so later, though, like Ash and Sam are running away from the new Pokemon Hunter from not 40 years ago. From yeah, because like what happened is there's the Hunter from 40 years ago was trying to catch Celebi, and that's what caused Celebi to time travel. And then 40 years later, the new Helmet Head guy... Helmet Head. Like harasses the old Pokemon trainer because he's like, you know where yeah. Selby is. Tell me what you know. And then he steals his like, Tyranitar. So that's how you know this guy's extra evil because yeah. he beat up the other evil guy. <laughs> let, me, let me also just say, like, every time I've seen Tyranitar, he's always so angry in all of the games. But, the, like, before he caught it in the bla- in the dark ball, like, he was just, he was just so like a timid scared. little... He was, like, yeah. in a cage and he was like, I'm Tyranitar. I always like to think that Tyranitar is misunderstood as a giant rage now monster. Now that I've seen that, I would believe that as well. I yeah. mean, he's just like a little bean, and then you made him evil. Well, it's like, well, Tyranitar's design is based off of Godzilla, and it's like, well, Godzilla like didn't want a rampage, you know? Yeah. It's because we shot nukes at him. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, uh, look at this or her. sweet It's little... her, right? Godzilla's a gal, right? I haven't seen any of the movies. I think Godzilla's a girl. Oh, no, whatever. Uh... But yeah. Regardless, but anyway, this is a Tyranitar fan again. This is a Tyranitar fan. Uh, but so so the more evil guy, the current evil guy, yes. Helmet Head, mm-hmm. is chasing uh, Ash and Sam, and he sends out a Sneasel and a Caesar. Yep. And Ash, being the brilliant Pokemon trainer that he is, who is looking at his opposition, sends out a Bayleaf? <laughs> Which is weak to both of those Pokemon. <laughs> like, pretty severely so. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, you were supposed to be... The other kid chose Charmeleon. Like, good job. Like, that yeah. was great. But <laughs> why would you send out a Grass-type against an Ice and a Bug-type? Like, what the hell? It's a Bug and Steel. So, like, it's going to do two times damage to you. You're going to do, like, quarter damage to it, like, mm-hmm. with any move you have so stupid and somehow he wins through the power of friendship and i'm like no i hate i hate you ash you are not a good pokemon you trainer look through the double team you got it Bayleaf. and you then sam is like wow team. you're a good trainer let me also just say i love that they threw in the little touch of having sam have like the antiquated pokeball where he's like let me unscrew i my noticed pokeball. that and i was like is that going to be something like i don't remember what the design looked like for the arceus game mm. but i'm like is it does it look like that it might It'd be really cool if that like yeah. that continuity. But I always I always liked that because I was like, well, yeah, of course, Pokeballs would have been different forty years ago. That's really cool that they threw in that little touch. Yeah. They didn't just have them be the same always. I did like that. That was really cool. Okay, uh, so so then Helmet Head, uh, towards the final battle, there's a fight with against Suicune, and again, that Pokemon's already there, standing in front of him. We know he has a ton of other Pokemon with him, at least six. Mm-hmm. We've only seen three of them. And he sends out Tyranitar to fight the Suicune. And I'm like, dude, my guy, rock types are weak to water. Why would you do this? And you have a Celebi right there. <laughs> what are you doing? So basically they get it right at the beginning. It's, it's all just so annoying. Like they only got it right once. And I'm like, that's okay. So four battles now we've had. And yeah. only one of them is like actually being made. Like, it's like smart decisions are being made where one person came prepared. And we didn't um, even see the guy make this smart decision. It just starts off right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was really that was like really all the Pokemon battles, though. I think. Yeah, no, there's not that much. Yeah. It's a lot more like emotional moments. And yeah, also like, it's actually more of like the human characters than the Pokemon characters, honestly, mm-hmm. and Celebi, and that's really it. And of course, Pikachu. Yeah, I also um, will say like all of the little forest animals coming out to be all like, "Hi, we're here." Like this movie was the movie that introduced me to Teddy Ursa, and I was like. I have to say, hot take, the designs for 
Pokemon, like Gen 1, like kind of boring in hindsight, you know? Mm. And Gen 2, I guess. But like, there's so many normal types and normal is like the lamest type. No, that's the thing. When I say that I love Pokemon, I don't really care about like, I feel like honestly, if I lived in the Pokemon world, I'd be like a breeder or something. Or yeah. I'd just have like Pokemon that were my friend. I wouldn't fight or anything. Cause a lot of ones You'd that be I like- You'd be like Dawn who does the contest, right? Yeah, maybe, because yeah. I'm just like, you're so cute. I would, I would, I would go in there, because th- this is like, it's not a controversial opinion, but I talk to people about it a lot. I'm like, hi, my name is Molly. My favorite Pokemon is Trapinch. And people are like, oh, I love Flygon. And I was like, I said fucking Trapinch. Tra- the only Pokemon I feel that way about is Lotad. That's it. Like, Lotad is just my guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I just, I love Trapinch so much. I would put him into all the Pokemon contests and show everyone how cute he is. And they'd be like, that's a Trapinch. You, you don't want to do like a Skitty or like a Teddy Ursa or like a Togepi or something? And I was like, no. I'm entering Trapinch. And you guys are going to appreciate his charm. Seen. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, those are my like game inconsistencies that I was like, come yeah. on, you, you gotta get this right at some point. Like it was the game first, right? It was. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I do. Really, I I just wrote randomly like a couple times. I'm like, God, I I do like Celebi. Celebi's real cool. Celebi's so a cool Pokemon. Like every like it's so funny. I feel like they could, it could have gone so bad, and it would have been annoying with how much it goes. Just like beep beep beep. But I'm every single. I'm like you sing. No, it. it's cute. You sing it's it. It's fine. Like I'm sure there are people who find it annoying, but I think it's great and adorable, and I love Celebi. <laughs> um. I also thought it was really hilarious that when the Team Rocket blasts off before they do literally anything, <laughs> like yeah, no, they didn't like show up such... and they're like, "Hey, look at us! Remember us? We're following Ash and Pikachu!" And then just like a gust of wind takes them out, <laughs> like they don't even do anything. And then when they find out that the other guy is Team Rocket, they're like, "Okay, we'll have this competent guy carry us." And you know, they they team up break. with them, and then he brings out his giant transformer, and they're like. I'm going to take Celebi. And then Jesse and James just show up behind him with a net. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got you, Celebi. Hey. They're like, yeah, we're we're both in this now, right? Like, yeah. we're, we're equivalents. Um, it's also really cute how Team Rocket and all of the movies are always literally just, like, they get just caught up in shit. And then they're just like, we're just trying to survive. Oh, like, they, they always, like, try and meddle. And then they're like, And then they end up on the same side. And they yeah. get saved by Ash and Misty and Brock and Pikachu. Well, all Jessie over saves Ash and Sam in this one, That's though. true. She catches she, she them. She saves them. And, like, they would have died. Jesse and James care so much about those children. They don't actually hate them. Yeah, no, they're actually just kind of following them as, they actually, like, They actually guardians, just want right? to be... Like, you think so? They, they, like, care about them so much. Do, do they ever, like... To your knowledge, do they ever like make up and like become friends? Because I could totally see that happening. I don't know. Like I, I stopped watching. Like I literally, I've only ever watched the anime with the Johto stuff. Not Johto. Pokemon Johto. I've only ever watched like the first, like, like first generation Pokemon because I had a bunch of those on VHS too. There'd be like four episodes on a VHS, or maybe it was even only two episodes on a VHS. Wow. So there are like a handful of episodes that I've seen a lot. Um. And, like, I just didn't watch after a certain point with the movies and after a certain point with the show, I just didn't watch. So I don't know, like, where things go. Mm, okay. But I do love Team Rocket. Like, I never thought of them as, like, evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just think that they're funny and goofy. <laughs> I also like this movie because they have, like, a good twist on the Team Rocket is blasting off again at the very end of the movie. They're, like, relaxing oh, in the yeah. spiritual lake. And they're, like, like, relaxing off. Team Rocket is drifting, drifting off, off again or whatever. And I'm, like, that's great. They deserve some relaxation. Yeah, it is. They've had a yeah, I they've did say, I'm like, they have, they've had a time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, like, the random kid battle, that was really funny. 
the very beginning. Uh, oh, and uh, this always bugs me, and it bugs me more and more the older I get. I think you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Brock will fuck anything. <laughs> it's no, it's such like it's such like a of the time thing where it's like that's just his personality trait. He's just attracted to literally any girl anywhere close to his age and then some. But he like immediately sexually harasses Diana like without hesitation. <laughs> it's not great. I think that might be why they cycled him out. Did they really? <laughs> As a companion. Well, May and Max Best boy, best girl. I love May. Replace. May is great. But I only know her from the games, though. Like, I love Max. I, I just know May from the games. I love Max. He's is that? So, he's is her that? little brother. Oh. And he's so cute. Some people probably he think is. he's annoying, but he's, like, really smart. And he's, like, the main, like, focal point of the story in the Jirachi movie. And it's really sweet. It's, like, the way Sam is to Celebi in this movie, it's, like, Max is to Jirachi in the Jirachi movie. Got it. Okay. I'm like, I also think it's hilarious that, like, when they walk into that magical forest, though, it literally takes them, like, 30 seconds to stumble upon all this magic shit happening. All right. <laughs> it's like these people have been waiting for, like, 40 years for something to happen in this forest. And, and then, then like, this group of like, teenagers show Hey, up. we found the kid! <laughs> like, oh, my God! Like, the only other thing that's happened in the forest since then is the kid coming back. <laughs> like, Hon- Jesus. Honestly, that old lady's memory is so crazy good she like met that kid once talked to him for five minutes no it can't be good i'm gonna get to that actually you know what no fuck it i'm gonna do it now like okay so sam sam comes to the future and he goes back to the past but then diana's all like or what's her name no it's not diana the grandma the grandma she's all like oh like this kid he was he disappeared forever ago we never knew what happened to him but i'm like but he was taken back to the past well, then that that gets into the like fuckery with the way that time travel works in this movie. Yeah, because I'm like, I think we we're, like I think it is like an alternate universe or something. But also like, Professor Oak exists still before yeah, all. Yeah, but of he's this still happens. here. So like he so did I come back. Know. So maybe he just like ran off and then like didn't tell her that he came back and like she just thought this kid disappeared oh on her God. watch for True. forty years. Like she should know that he, like like she should know that this is it all plays out. Or maybe she's just not letting on because she's like i have to not she interfere is, with like, the timeline or something amnesia. yeah or or she's just old and has dimension forgot shit oh jeez <laughs> oh that's the darker side of this movie but she's also only like she's only like 60 or you know like she's not that old yeah she i mean she was probably she was like, like 20 at the time and yeah, it's been 40 she, years she's like she's probably like yeah 55 to 60 yeah like that's probably the age that she that she is in this and they're like make her seem like this old decrepit hag and i'm like this <laughs> 40 years isn't that long that's what i'm getting at you know where i'm like the people are still alive yeah <laughs> like this dude's parents are probably still alive <laughs> you can go talk to him it's fine oh my god um but yeah it's I, also funny though because they make it seem like professor oak is so old but this just means that he's only 50 and that's not that old yeah exactly <laughs> that's why i'm like this like 40 years is not that long guys yeah. <laughs> Um, but I was like, that's so, that like really, I, I was thinking about that a lot. Like this yeah, like, girl I really, should know that this kid is okay. I really don't understand how time travel works in this So movie. maybe, here's the theory, is that when Celebi disappeared, it created two branching timelines. One where the kid just never came back and one where the kid did come back. And Ash lives and experiences this journey in the one where the kid never came back. But, no, then but then how Professor was Professor Oak? Oak? Oh, that's just, that's the big twist. By oh, the yeah, end, getting by the into way. that. <laughs> um, so the big twist is that I missed because this scene was just not... Cut from the version that you watched. It was cut from the version that I watched. Um, 
is that the, the kid who travels back in time is Professor Oak. As a child. As a kid. So he teams up with Ash and like knows him as a kid. And Ash tells him about the Pokedex it's too, so which is so cool. And like tells him, he's like, look at this like cool device I have, the Pokedex. Like it's one of the first ones. I'm like filling it out now. And he's like, wow, that's so neat. Yeah. And uh, then he goes back in time and creates a Pokedex again, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's a big twist. But he exists in this universe. So what does it mean? What are the rules? It's really hard to say. What are the rules? Maybe he did. It's like, maybe Professor Oak is just an asshole. He's like, I don't need to tell anyone that I'm back. I'll just walk away. No, but she finds him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that she should know that he's okay. So she just has she like ran into gaps him. in her memory. That's so weird. I don't know. I don't know if it's gapped in her memory or if like it's straight up another multiverse or if, oh yeah, that's right, because he couldn't have run off. Or, or maybe it's she like a... Him. Or maybe it's like a. She found him again. She knew she was all right, he was all right, but she didn't know when she was going to see him in the future. That's what I'm saying is that like she had to have been playing dumb as to not mess with the timeline and mess with a series of events. Or because it maybe if she's like, oh, you know what, like you're gonna be fine because like you actually still exist now as an older person, like you're fine. But it's like if she said that, maybe the events that happened wouldn't have happened. You know, right? So who knows. Maybe she was Maybe playing she dumb. Maybe she was playing dumb. Yeah, it's just so it's so confusing. Time travel is so hard to write. <laughs> I don't know why people try. Um, yeah, it just messes with everything. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> there's also one line I said, and I just went, really? Really? And it's when Sam is up, like, in the kaiju, <laughs> and he says, Celebi, stop. You're supposed to save the forest, not destroy it. <laughs> You were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> That's what Celebi says. <laughs> um, and then Celebi becomes a burnt marshmallow. And so she's a burnt marshmallow. Oh my god, you're right. It's so, like, as I was watching Revenge it, Revenge of the Sith totally... just ripped off of Pokemon forever. There you go. George um, Lucas saw that and he was like, hmm. Oh, this is some good shit. This is some good shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was so great. That was, it was, but I will say, like, about the, like, Celebi death, though I think it's implied that he's just, like, on the brink of death or something, but, like, that's brutal for, like, a kid's show. They're like, look at this shriveled up Celebi, and you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. Like, and keep looking at it. Yeah. Like, oh my fucking God. Keep it's fucking good. It. Trying to feed it berries. I thought it was really funny though. And they were like yelling at Celebi in the middle of the kaiju. They were like trying to like break through by like, remember us. Like you have so many great memories. Like, with Celebi like, has known you for a total no, of like four hours. Like maybe four hours. You have two <laughs> memories together. And it probably has lived countless lifetimes before you guys came along. Like <laughs> insignificant to this thing. Honestly. <laughs> Um, but the power fa- power of friendship prevails, uh, and they get through to it. But I think oh, but, it was like, oh, but like, what if it was like, okay, wait, here's here's my okay. theory. Okay, so Celebi is like a time being, so like, it's like a weird like Celebi exists at all points in time and like has memory of all time and knows all time because of all the time traveling it's done. Mm-hmm. So maybe Professor Oak like kept on coming back. And seeing the Celebi like as a kid, and even when he grew up, grew up, he would like periodically come in and check in on Celebi because it's of the possible. bond that they made. So like when Sam was calling out to Celebi, Celebi was remembering all of the time that it spent with Ooh, Professor Oak. Ooh, that could be Oak, fun. And it that's what helped break through. Even yeah. though it was mostly Ash talking, and he's irrelevant. But don't worry about it. 
Oh my god. Um, and then I said, wait. So okay, so Celebi like dies, right? And then like Ash is trying to like feed it berries to bring it back to life, and he's just like, oh, it's okay. You dropped the berry. I'll give you another one. I was like, oh fuck. It's so sad. That's so brutal. That's not okay. Don't don't do that. Don't show that. He does it like three times, and he just starts bawling. Yeah. And I said, everyone's crying. I said, uh, he's just like Celebi's. Like I said, is Celebi dead? Celebi's fucking dead. It's okay. Celebi isn't dead because I have four of them sitting in my PC in Pokemon Shield. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. And then I, then I was like, wait a second. There, this is what the second Pokemon movie. The fourth. This is oh, it's the fourth. Oh, because it's forever. Okay. Mm-hmm. But is this the second Pokemon movie where a character is brought back to life thanks to everyone crying? Well, it wasn't because of the crying. It was because of the but like the crying triggered it though, right? The like surge of emotions. Yeah, I know, but Come it's on. like it's not like it is in the first movie where the tears are literally being funneled into Ash, and that's what's. <laughs> but like the scene is very similar. It's similar. It's like I mean that. It's like I said, all of these movies are very formulaic. That's what that was like and the biggest thing. This is I was like, like the yeah. big emotional, like sad Everyone moment cries. before things get better yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. With the big sweeping music. I will also say, like, I the sound whoever was in charge of the soundtracks for these early Pokemon I was like, movies. It feels like very uh maybe this is just because I love Star Wars so much, but it feels John Williams esque in a it's, way. It's, it's very so like big orchestral yeah, sweeping emotions. Like they it and even in moments when they like really don't need to, and that's why like I was I was tearing up a lot when I was watching this movie. Probably mostly <laughs> because of the nostalgia. Like the movie opened up, and like Celebi was getting chased, and I was like immediately like, no crying because I was like Celebi, no! and then like Sam came on stage on on stage on stage came Sam came on stre- screen screen, and left. I was like, oh my god, it's you! And then I was like getting emotional the whole time, and it's it's also partially because like the music is so like it goes harder than it needs to, and it's it does. so good it was really good uh i did notice that i was like this music and the the the, like movie song too like the one they have like at the intro was like pretty fun it was good Mm -hmm. it was a take on the original yeah they always do that they don't always do it on the as a take on the original theme sometimes it's a different song this one but this one was a take on the original theme maybe it is always a take on the original theme but they always do like it'll be ash battling whoever and in the background it's like a singing song (laughs) yeah like an original song for the movie yeah, like a, a, battling, a late though, 90s, I, early 2000 little pop rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Like, the the Pokemon movie would actually be, like, I would say this is, like, actual cinema if it weren't for the scene when, when Pikachu's punching the other Pikachu and it's playing that stupid emo song over it. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't take it seriously anymore. Like, I would actually take that movie seriously if it weren't for that scene You could right just there. make your own cut and just cut out that part and then you'd be fine. <laughs> It's Des- okay when all I'll the other Wait, sir, it's, it. it's, it's okay when all the other Pokemon are hitting each other, but just specifically not Pikachu. No, 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 no. It's it's all of them, but oh, it's okay. like that's the one that like I have the imagery Pushes of in my head the most. Yeah, because that like well, but the Pikachu one specifically goes on for so long too, and that with it's just punching <laughs> and then counter punch and so. <laughs> um, but I like I like that this one didn't have a random, like. Songs or did it? No, it did, didn't it? With the Celebi in the lake. They, of they, it was like the like la la. Oh yeah, okay, that's what it was. And it's kind of weird, yeah, but yeah. I think it. But it wasn't I like a song. Fits. Song. It yeah. wasn't like yeah. Yeah, that one wasn't fits. like jarring the way the other one yeah. was. Uh, but yeah, 
overall, I liked it. I do have a couple questions for you, too. Okay. Uh, why are there those little squiggly eyes under, lines under Ash's eyes? Like, what is that? That's just his character design. It's like those... But, like, what is that supposed to be? Like, if you were to translate that to a regular person, like, what would that be? Like, rosy cheeks? No, like they're just, they're just, it's just Ash. <laughs> it's not anything? I don't, I mean, I I don't know the answer. <laughs> what? Are you Googling what the squiggly lines are? Yeah. It's, it's not just, really anything? It's just part of his character design. It's That's not really so anything. weird. It might be like a weird sh- way to show like freckles or something. I think, I think if anything, it's like freckles. It's got to be. But like that's, other characters have freckles, don't they? I don't know. Probably. But no, yeah, that's someone. literally, that's just his character design. Uh, my other question is, what what do Brock and Misty like really do 80% of the time? Like, I feel like sometimes, like, like, they, like every now and then they'll have moments, like, at least in what I've seen, right? But for the most part, they're just sort of there. And they don't really do that much. Yeah, it's, I mean... Yeah, they don't do a lot in the movies. Like the most Brock does is turn well, actually, a frying no, Misty, pan into a drying pan. That's his best moment. Misty is big in the third movie. Okay. Oh no, just kidding. Ash's mom. Misty is not big in the third movie. I was mixing. Ash's mom movies. becomes a bigger character than Brock and Misty. Like I feel like they just kind of existed to like explain shit. You know. Yeah, I mean it, they're just there because they're both gym. Leaders. They're just there because they have bigger roles in the TV show. Like they yeah. have their own little whatever that they do in the TV show. But like the movies are always like because because Ash is the main character and he's like the audience stand-in. Like the kids are supposed to be imagining themselves in Ash's position, and so he's the one that does everything. Um, and Ash or. Misty and Brock are just there because it'd be weird if they weren't. <laughs> like, they have like to be there himself. because they're yeah. traveling together. He yeah, can't yeah, just yeah. break off. and be- Also, because he's, like, a 10-year-old kid. I guess he already broke off on his own anyway as a 10-year-old kid. But, like, um, yeah. they're just there because they're the ones he's traveling with. And it's the same with the other companions. We're, like... I mean, like I said, in the Jirachi movie, like, Max has a big role. But sometimes in other movies, they're just kind of there. In other shows that they're... In other episodes of the show, they're just there. Um, I will say, I would die for Togepi. Because <laughs> I just... Don't get <laughs> Every single time Togepi pops up, I'm like, ah, <laughs> I show me the baby. I want to see the baby. <laughs> do, 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 do. Here comes the boy. Uh, so Ash has like a god complex, right? I mean, I guess in the way any 10-year-old does, but like, yeah. I think he like legit has a god complex. You know? I'm... I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they've ever really touched on be. his ego or anything. He really just runs into things and does He just things. is so he, rash and like I think he thinks he's like invincible. Like like he's literally like sit I mean, down think, kid. I'm going to go get Celebi. All 10-year-olds do. Or like when he runs and tries to punch Mewtwo in the first movie. I think it's he like has like a very clear moral compass and he's like that's not right, so I got to go fix it. Like he I just guess, but he's th- just he like just... he's so rash that I'm like, yeah. do you just think that you're invincible and like Probably. people will listen to you or Probably. something? Like, like strategize. <laughs> but That's he... not, his tiny little ten year old brain can't do that. <laughs> um, but he, uh... yeah, and I was just like, he's like straight up, just kind of an he's a little bit of an ass sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. He's just like, like there's this one time when Sam says, "Boy, you sure do know a lot about the future, huh, Ash?" And then Ash says, "Yeah, but at least I'm not fucking stuck in it like you are, you little loser boy. Get wrecked." That's the exact line. That's a That's good exactly memory. what he says. Yeah, wow. he says it exactly verbatim. <laughs> uh, but he does say, "Like at least I'm not stuck in it like you are." And it's just like. What the shit, dude? That's insensitive. Like, I mean, that's not like honestly. Cushion though, the blow a little bit. I think a bit. lot of this is just a tribute to the fact that like it's 
I mean, that's good writing to me because it's like he's a kid. He doesn't have any filter for these kinds of social yeah. situations. And also, like, most kids haven't come to terms with he the fact that ten. they could die. So, like, most kids think they're invincible. That's why a lot of them go off and run off and do stupid shit. Yeah. So, like, this oh, the is whole just all... thing, too. Like, or, or the, the thing in the first episode where he, like, runs after the Spiro or whatever and, like, ho brings him back to life because he totally died. Oh, you mean when he, when him and Pikachu get attached, attacked by the Pidgeys or the Spiro? Was it Spiro? Or I think it was Spiro. I think it was Spiro. I've also only seen the like the first episode of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And when he like hugs Pikachu, even though Pikachu keeps shocking him, keeps he's shocking just him. dumb. He's just really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Love that child to death, but he is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he's really dumb for real. Yeah. Uh, and my last question is, why is Pikachu so strong? Did they ever explain, like, why this Pikachu particular is strong? Because, like, in the games, you can give Pikachu a light ball, which raises its attack and special attack, like, pretty significantly. I think it's, like, one and a half times it'll raise mm-hmm. those two stats. So it can, like, sort of be competitively viable, but, like, not really. I think I think it's, like... But, um... I'm like, but like this thing has taken on... Things that like it literally can't even affect normally. Like I think it doesn't fight uh, Brock's Onyx and like knocks it out with a thing, right? I don't know. I th- Not in this movie, but I think I've seen that. No, I don't remember what happens in that episode, but I will say it, it's kind of two-parted. One, it's like the power of friendship because a lot of the like battle mechanics in the movies and the TV show don't really follow, like as you've seen, don't really follow the standard mechanics that the games have laid out. Like they kind of ignore type advantages sometimes. Okay. Um, unless it's like important to the plot like there is like a whole conflict where ash is like what's up brock i only have a pikachu but uh what's gonna happen and it's like a whole thing um but the reason why pikachu is so strong there's like a whole episode where he's fighting lieutenant surge and lieutenant surge has a right you and he's like i just know that from the games again (laughs) lieutenant surge a fully grown adult is bullying ash the 10 year old child because he won't evolve his pikachu yeah because he's a fucking noob and he needs Um, to learn how to get a thunderstone well so that's the thing he's like you're never going to be able to beat me with your puny little pikachu you puny little pipsqueak and he keeps picking on ash and i'm like dude he's 10 can you like stop just beat him and send him on his way you don't need to like add insult to injury (laughs) have you seen pokemon rusty Mm-mm. Okay, we're gonna watch over done recording. Okay, it's like a line um, where he's like, "Mom, I'm ten years old. I'm an adult. I can make my own decisions." <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like a whole episode of Lieutenant Surge bullying Ash so much that he's like, "Well, maybe I should evolve Pikachu," and then he ends up with a Thunderstone. But you know what? You heard it here, folks. Pokemon really likes to teach children about consent because um, he like shows Pikachu the Thunderstone. He's like, "Hey, I got this." what do you think Pikachu do you want to evolve and then Pikachu's like no I'm good I like being Pikachu and then Ash is like all right cool I respect your choice so Pikachu stays Pikachu I think it's like one the power of friendship two it's like like implied that Pikachu just keeps leveling up as a Pikachu so it becomes like as powerful as it could have as a Raichu but because of like Ash and Pikachu's bond that like gives it like an extra boost or whatever it's Raichu's so much better but, like, for, for, like, story purposes, it's just, like, Ash kept training. Like, Pikachu has been the only Pokemon that he's kept the entire time, obviously. Um, Didn't so he keep his Charizard? In theory, Pikachu's just been continuing to level up, so... I thought I saw, like, a headline that, like, in canon, his Charizard came back recently, like, in the anime. I think his Charizard came back, and, like, he has his Charizard again. Oh, my God, I'm gonna cry. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's true. Maybe it's like for one battle. Wait, I'm going to Google this real quick. In Great Bulls of Fire, it later returned to Ash, revealing that Charizard had grown similar to the wild Charizard in the Charcific Valley <laughs> and blows him with a flamethrower as a happy greeting. <laughs> oh, okay, here it is. Uh, he was spotted as of May of 2021. Uh, he was spotted in a recent trailer for some upcoming episodes of the cartoon. So he hasn't been brought back in yet, but it's possible he will be. Oh, that makes uh, me happy. Yeah, but overall, I really liked this movie. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was fun, and I had a good time with it. Like I said, it was a lot smaller and like a smaller scale than the big Pokemon movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but I think that that worked to its advantage. It just felt like a longer episode of the TV show, and like yeah. a little more heartfelt, a little bit better, like writing than a Saturday morning and cartoon. With crazy yeah. music, and with also insane music. <laughs> But it was good. I liked it. Thank you for making me watch this one. You're welcome. I'll make you watch Entei sometime in the future because that's a good Sweet. one too. You should just watch Rise of Dark Ride. I don't know if you've seen it, but you should watch it. It's good. Um, all right. So you said you had a little button you want to do I for do. the end of this. What you got? It's a presentation. This is another visual okay. one. So we're going to have to do this where you describe what you see. I will describe what I see. Okay. So this is called Find the Protag. Okay. I'm going to show you images of five characters from a TV show, and you have to tell me which one is the protagonist. Oh, shit. Okay. And, yeah, based on, like, what you think you know from what anime you've seen and what you've like, seen. Like, you're going to show me five like, individual five, characters, or is there going to be a group of characters? They're all on the screen. Oh, oh, okay, I see, I see. So, so here's this first one is Haikyuu. So starting from the top, just describe the characters that you're looking at. Okay, so we got uh, a guy with, like, some blonde red hair and he's like kind of looks like he's uh kind of like a little bit of a meanie a little bit uh we got a guy with like an orange jumpsuit black hair that's kind of shooting back and what is that like a little brown like a little blonde little blonde streak yeah no yeah there's a guy on the right a little smiling a little happy things like little wavy hairs um he kind of looks like the kind soul he looks a little mentor-ish um now this guy in the bottom left he has some Pretty just normal spiky hair, and it's orange, and he has a pretty like bland facial expression. So already at the front runner, I think that might be the protagonist. Don't tell me the correct answer yet. Uh, and the last guy has like shooting back white and black hair. He kind of looks like Quicksilver a little bit, um, and he's like tall and buff, taller and buffer than like the other guys. So the guy in the bottom left, like I said, has like orange hair. Uh, and he just has like a normie looking face. He's just a normie dude, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that he's easy to project onto. The other characters have too much it's like set personalities to probably be the protagonist. And like he would probably be influenced by these other characters more. So I'm going to go with the guy in the bottom left is the protagonist. Okay. You were right. I was right. It's Hinata. Hinata Shoyo. Woo-hoo. All right. Look at me go. He's <laughs> best boy. And you'll learn that when you watch So IQ. many best boys. They're all the best boys. <laughs> the funny thing, uh, for anyone who like couldn't catch on, the one that he said has a kind face and looks like a mentor is Oikawa Toru, who's like the first antagonist of the show. Oops. He's like you know, the captain of a rival a team something. and he's an asshole. But you can anyway, learn a little something from him though. I definitely picked that picture on purpose though because he looks He like, does look like a kind soul. Yeah, oh, he's 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 it's a time. Okay. You try to deceive me too much with these games. Yeah, I do. This is Sword, Sword Art Online. Isn't that a game? No, it's Sword a, Art Online. It's an anime. 
It, oh. Well, it's an anime about a game where people get trapped in a game. Oh, that's fun. There's only that's a one, fun premise. There's only one season. Don't worry about the other seasons. Don't worry about the other seasons. Only worry about the first season. Wait, what's wrong with the other seasons? <laughs> They're not great. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only watched the first season. And it's going to show. I don't know the names of three of two of these characters. Okay. Um, but yes, please describe what you are seeing. Okay, so first first guy is a dude with the red headband uh, and some like cool sweeping hair over it. He looks like Jet from uh, Avatar a little mm. bit. I'm gonna say he's not the protagonist because he just looks too cool to be the protagonist. You know, you can't start out that cool. <laughs> um, so the next girl is like, She's got like this buttoned up thing. Uh, she, she seems like a quiet, shy girl. Uh, and I just, I don't know if that's protagonist material, which is which is fine. Um, but great side character, I'm sure. Now this guy looks like a Krom or a Marth character, right? Like he looks like one of those. He has blue hair. It's pretty normal looking hair. And uh, he's got a cool like, <clears throat> like coat on. So already I'm getting protagonist vibes from him. <laughs> Pink hair, lollipop girl, no way. Uh, and, and the girl in the bottom right looks like a dragon. <laughs> dragon. She's an she, elf. she looks like she looks She's like. An elf. Uh, oh, but she looks like like uh, what's her name? Uh, not uh, 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 the the girl that lives in Bylas' head. Oh, Sothis. Sothis, yeah, she looks like Sothis or like. But Rhea is the Naui. one that's Rhea is the one that's a dragon. Well, Tiki and well, spoilers. Has, Sothis looks like Tiki and Naui, who are dragons in other Fire Emblem games. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say she's not the protagonist. So I'm going to go with Crom Marth looking motherfucker on the top right. <laughs> it's Kirito. Yeah. <laughs> two for two, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is, maybe I will make you watch the first. I feel like you might be interested by Sword Art Online because it's a really, it's like a VR game that you can enter Ooh. and people are like betaing it for like a year or a month or something. And get stuck in the and game. And then when the game officially releases, people log in and then this like creepy guy like shows up and he's like guess what i have removed the logout button and everyone's like what and then he's also like if they try to take the device off of your head it'll explode and you'll die or like it'll inject something in your die you'll die and then if you die in the game you die for real so it like becomes like a what it's pretty interesting what okay all right it's interesting Fruits for basket. a second yes. okay oh this one looks much harder all right so describe what you're seeing so fruits fruits basket mm-hmm uh, we got a very, she looks like a, what's her name? Shiri from Fire Emblem? Shamir. Shamir, Shamir. Uh, and the top left, like emo, short black hair covering her face. Uh, then we have like a, oh, hi, look at me person. She's like, oh, I'm so excited to meet you. She looks like a, like she is greeting a main character in a scene right here. So I'm assuming she's probably not the protagonist. Mm -hmm. uh, this girl looks like Cynthia, which is really cool because Cynthia is one of the coolest she is that does. a girl or a guy? No, that's a girl. Okay, yeah, okay. she does look like Cynthia. It looks, she looks like Cynthia, which is one of the coolest characters in the Pokemon games. She's a badass. She's the champion of Gen 4. Um, but Cynthia doesn't have like a main character energy, though, so I'm going to say that's not her. Um, this girl looks like Annette from Fire Emblem a little bit. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah? I can like see The it. orange hair. Mm -hmm. uh, it's covering one of her eyes, so she's a little shy. This could be protagonist energy, you know? Um... But I'm just, but I think that orange hair isn't really indicator an indicator of a protagonist. Um, it's kind of the trend. I'm, just, but I don't know. That's not true because Haiku did. But there were multiple orange haired people in that. The so. like the joke in a lot of anime is that like the one with the weirdest color hair is the protagonist. But that doesn't always. I don't fit. think that's always true. That's true yeah. for like Saturday morning animes, yeah. like like Digimon or Dragon Ball or even Pokemon mm -hmm. a little bit. 
not even really. Not I mean, they are, the ones that you just listed, all of the main characters had pretty normal color hair. Digimon? Go the guy is like yellow and weird, crazy. Oh, hair. I guess I, I was thinking about. Or no, I'm thinking of Yu Gi Oh! Yu Gi Oh! Sorry. Oh, yeah, Yu Gi Oh! For sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this girl also looks like a little shy. Like she's in a situation she's uncomfortable with, which is something a protagonist could be. Um, you know, they've got to face their fears, face their demons a little bit. But I'm going with like the normie face here and like kind of the normie expression that's kind of been my go-to default pick so far, which mm -hmm. is the bottom left, the girl with the orange hair. Okay, this girl? Yeah. Okay. You're wrong. No! Okay. <laughs> So Wait, the girl. Was it? Oh, it's, it's the one that I said was girl. greeting a main character. That was yeah, my second so that's, choice. Yeah, that's that's Toto. She's the okay. main character of the show. This is actually her mom. Oh, okay. That you said was the main character, and then she looks. She looks young. She looks like a kid. I know oh, well. this is a picture from when she was a little bit younger. And then the you, really you keep interesting tricking me. I, I, I'm trying to, but it didn't work in the last one that I'm glad it did here. But the thing that's really funny about this is that you knew that this was a girl, and in the show, spoilers for Fruits Basket if you don't want to know um this is akito i'm not a fan <laughs> she is like the head of this big family that's a part of the plot and yeah she's raised as a boy and like referred to as a boy and then it's a big reveal that she's actually like a girl and was born a girl and that oh. she identifies as a girl it's just that like the family she's has been forcing her to act yeah. as a boy um so that's really interesting that you like already just you were just like yeah she because because it, it looks like shamir it mm -hmm. looks like shamir but yeah, that's awesome. That's why I was like, and and I like I had Shamir on my team in Fire Emblem. Like she was a badass sharpshooter. I love Shamir. Shamir's so pretty much. cool. She doesn't take um, shit from anyone. And I love that. Akito's not a good person. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> the, at the end of the show, they're like, Akito is redeemed. I'm like, is she? Is she? <laughs> Toru Honda is just like absolute cinnamon roll marshmallow. I love her so much. Her name is Honda. Honda Toru. Honda Civic. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get a Subaru. Anyway, moving on. This is the last one. Is it? Wait, how many have we done? No, no this is the no, fourth this one. Is the second to last one. This is the second to last yes. one. Um, this is a show called Silver Spoon. Okay, so this person, all right. Normie vibes from the first photo right from here. The top okay. Left. okay. Normie vibes, like pretty normal looking hair. Is that, can you tell me if that's a guy or a girl? Can that's a that? girl. It's a girl, okay. Mm -hmm. um, it was like short hair, uh, happy, smiling face, like very easy looking smile, you know? Um, Pretty fine. Uh, middle top row, there's this guy who has like very short hair and like a rat tail. I hope that's not the main character. It's like a, pony it's like a ponytail. There's no, I know I'm calling it a rat tail because it's coming <laughs> out of the base of his neck. There is no way that a main character has a rat tail. Like, I refuse to accept that. And if it is a main character, I'm going to be very upset. Um, the second guy looks like a blend of Bolin and Mako from Korra. Oh my God. <laughs> um, He's just got like kind of like a green outfit on, but like a serious stern face with like spiked up, you know, hair. Mm -hmm. um, I guess this guy also has normie energy. He has glasses and like normal brown hair, blue outfit. But but he it looks like a like Ida or that guy that you made from Free that can't swim. Right. So that makes me think he's a side character if he's got the glasses and he's like the analytical one, you know. Okay. And then this other girl has like weird pulled back hair and a couple little things in her face and just like kind of a blank expression on her face. I don't think she has main character energy. Okay. So I'm going to go with the first photo of the girl with like kind of a normie face, short, black, blue hair, and a green outfit. Okay. 
You're wrong. It's the glasses. Why is the glasses good? Okay, well, you know what? That's fine. That was my second choice, though. Because I was I, I picked up on him. Like, he has Normie energy. He yeah. has, like, kind of main character energy. Because the hair is different than Ida and uh, mm-hmm. the free guy. Ray. Like, Ray? Ray. Ray. I want to say Ryu for some reason. Ray. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's Hachiken. He's the main character of Silver Spoon. It's a really cute little anime about this kid that just, like, really wanted to get away from his parents' house, so he chose, like, the farthest high school away, and it tends, happens to be, like, a livestock and agricultural, like, farm <laughs> school. So he's, like, a city guy who's going to the school with all these people who are, like, planning to be farmers and, like, cattle raisers and all that, and he just knows absolutely nothing about what's going on, and it's, like, he gets thrown into this world of... What a strange premise. <laughs> It's really fun that this is actually written by the same person who wrote Fullmetal Alchemist. Oh, okay. But it's really very different. It's really different. Really different path <laughs> it's there. Really different. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Last one. Run with the wind. It's another sports anime. Okay, I think I know which one it is. Uh, very okay, normy energy. Talk through. Very normy energy from the first guy. Uh, he just has jet black hair that's like kind of covering his eyes and just looks really emo and he's like, no one understands me and I gotta find my own path, <laughs> which is sort of like what a protagonist would say. Um, the middle guy looks like he's sort of someone who would bring the protagonist out of his shell. He's like, hey man, like. We're going to get through this together. He also has jet black hair that starts to come down to his eyes, but, you know, they're pulled back a little bit. And is he wearing his a hair, tank top? It looks like he's wearing a tank brown. top. What's that? His hair is brown, the second brown. guy. Oh, he's, the screen's kind of far away. Okay, so I guess it's brown hair. Uh, the other, the third guy looks like a stoner. He's got some hair in front of his eyes. He's really long. He has, like, a tired expression on his face. A little bit of stubble along his chin. Uh, definitely not main character energy there. He looks older than everyone else in the photo, so I think he's more of a mentor role or an antagonist role. Uh <gasps> But th- okay, so this person now I'm starting to wonder. Now this person uh, has kind of sad boy energy. Uh, <laughs> the the hair is is long, kind of unkempt. Looks like it, it's been a while, sort of falling into this guy's face, and it's like uh, like a pink tan sort of thing, like a beige hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other guy also has black hair. This is the fourth person in this photo with black hair has glasses but it's a little shorter hair a little shorter um so not really like a yeah he's got a little bit of undercut kind of cool i'm torn between the first photo of the no one understands me i gotta find my own path and the like sad boy so it's find my own path or sad boy Mm -hmm. follow your heart i'm going with uh find my own path okay the first one you're right yeah cockadoo He is the main character. How many and did I also, miss? I only missed two, right? Three out of three out of five? No, you only missed one. I only missed one? You only no, get... I missed two. I missed two. Oh, you got first missed... basket and then you got I missed the the one that was all gals. Silver spoon. And I missed and I missed silver okay. spoon. So yeah. Um yeah, no, that's cockroach. And you got and this is um Haiji, the one that you said is the one who brings him out of his shell, and that's exactly what he does in the show. <laughs> How close is I in my character like like descriptions of these He actually he just smokes cigarettes. His name is his name is Nico Chan okay, because they like, call him that's from, like, because they couldn't get away with weed. Come on. <laughs> and um he's actually younger than Haiji. Okay. He looks older. Or no, they're the same these guys are hair. these guys are the same age. He just let I himself go like a it. little bit. Um, and then this guy they call him like Prince because he's kind of pretty. <laughs> He's a little pretty. Is um, he a sad boy? He likes reading manga and he doesn't want to run, but they make him run. All right, he's a sad boy. Um, and then this is Yuki. He's a law lawyer student guy. Uh, you didn't really say anything about. It. He's just kind of yeah. He's saying. just kind of like an. The but yeah, no, one. like the dynamic between Kakuru and, ha- and Haiji is fun, and you yes. got that pretty right. I nailed it. 
So that's it. You got you got three out of t- two out of three, three out, of out, out of five. Two out of three. Three I'll out of five. <laughs> whatever. That's not a passing grade, but uh, whatever. We'll take it. <laughs> well, it's like, well, that's like a D, maybe, right? That's sixty uh, percent. So that's a D. It's a D minus. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. You got it. All right. Woo-hoo. Cool. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening to this episode, everybody. Um, This is a fun one. So tune in next time. I'm going to make Molly watch some more um, Ahsoka stuff from Clone Wars. What what are you thinking, Molly? What do you think? What do you think you'll throw my way next? Mm, Maybe I'll make you watch a romance anime. Ooh, okay. I don't know how to go about doing it properly, but I'll think it. I'll think it through properly. What do you mean, like, like, like? have you get the most out of the experience instead of just mm, watching just like a first to watch couple the whole thing. of episodes yeah. and yeah 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 i get that luckily like clone wars has its own little like three four episode arcs it's like perfect for that it's a perfect mm-hmm. digestible amount instead of making you watch a whole season every yeah. week <laughs> i'll figure you it know out. i'd be happy to just watch more free <laughs> mm. you could do that on your own no, time all right, buddy. All right. We'll, we'll see what we come up with um yeah but uh but thanks for tuning in everyone uh we'll have another episode next week from when this comes out (laughs) sure um all right take it easy everyone thank you thank you again for for tuning in and anna may the force be be with with you you. i made you say more of it this time (laughs) (laughs) all right bye